0: Hello and welcome back to another one of our Making Zen chats and tonight we have the pleasure of speaking with Kate from Care Australia and one of the reasons why this is going to be such a wonderful um, conversation is uh, Making Zen and some of the proceeds that go from Making Zen go towards Care Australia and all the wonderful things that they do. So I'm just about to uh, send a Request to um, Kate. Kate, a. the amazing work that they do do um, around the globe. So it's Care Australia, but Care Australia is part of a, a global organisation, I do believe.
1: And hello, Kate. How are you tonight or this morning? No, I'm very well, Thanks, Kate. Kate. Lovely to be here. And um, first of all, uh, I'd like to acknowledge that here in Australia. Um, I'm joining from the land of the Wurundjeri people from the Kulin Nation. That's the thing that we like to do in Australia is to acknowledge the traditional owners and that the the land was never ceded. And so I just wanted to quickly put that in.
0: Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. And whilst we were waiting for you to connect, I was starting to do a little bit of a brief overview about um, why I'm so excited to be chatting with you tonight. And um, because I know that you do a m- most amazing job uh, supporting women and supporting communities. And I'd really like to share what you do with our audience. And um, I'm wondering if you would like to maybe enlighten us a little bit on what you do and how you do it and all the wonderful good things that
1: you um, do. Care International is um, a global confederation that works in 102 countries. And um, in any given year, there will be a number of humanitarian emergencies. Um, So for example, at the moment, Care International partners are working in Sudan, Ukraine, Turkey, Syria, and, Bangladesh. the the list goes on and on. Working with people who've had to flee their homes, providing um, emergency shelter. We also work um, to support women to defeat poverty. Um, so that might include disaster preparedness in uh, this part of the world, in um, in the Asia Pacific region. That could mean uh, making sure that uh, women had um, a particular leadership role in emergencies, so that when, for example, a cyclone hits, the needs of women are not neglected in the um, in the actual aftermath of disasters, because there's some statistics um, along the lines of women are far more likely to die in emergencies, partly because disaster responses don't necessarily include their particular needs. And so one of the things that we're working on is, is um, for example, women leading in emergencies, so that we can make sure that uh, those statistics don't continue. Mm.
0: That's um, absolutely fascinating to hear because quite often women are pivotal in the their roles of caretaker as mother, as daughter, as grandmother and that kind of um, supportive role. So that's a really fabulous thing that you're providing more support for those roles because um I guess one of the catchphrases at the moment is is you have to put your own um oxygen mask on before you can help others and I I'm assuming that might also kind of be one of the things that um uh, contributes to those statistics that you're talking about women are very likely to put other needs in front of others yeah, before their that,
1: own? That could well be a contributory factor. And, um, you know, each situation is is different and complex, so I don't want to generalise too much. But that, that's just the sort of an example of the types of things that, mm-hmm. that CARE International works on. And we're so grateful for um, your support and it's so... Great to be able to tell people about care international i do apologize it's it's uh, just gone 7 a.m here so i'm not necessarily at my most coherent so <laughs> <I> keep it <laughs> bearing with me <laughs> that, that that's all right it's six o'clock here at
0: p.m and i'm not necessarily at my most coherent either so <laughs> between the two of us we'll we'll figure it out um but, but one of the reasons why i really am. um honored to partner with you is because of making zen which is a program that i run and it's an online event and um, we it generally attracts women because it's a textiles event there's lots of textile artists who make and create wonderful work and they share their techniques with a a global audience which is so fabulous and um, the our audience is very kind and caring and sharing and uh, they like to be able to give back, too. So I really like to be able to to give and also let everybody else know that whilst they're having fun and creating all these wonderful projects and having a great time connecting, they're also contributing to um, worldwide events and support in that way, too. So... Um, would you be able to share some of the, say, programs that you're currently involved at in the moment, or something that's near and dear to your
1: heart? Oh gosh, um, it's like trying to choose your children. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> um, um, gosh, um, I, I think that um, one of the one of the really interesting things that um, that care is involved in, uh, as are other organisations, is the. Um, the concept of helping uh, women to have um, a greater say in the way that their family household um, uh, money is spent. And one of the ways in which uh, a lot of communities find that it's successful is through small-scale businesses and uh, through very small-scale loans to help women who often don't have anything to borrow money against. many societies, they don't own property, um, enabling them to mm-hmm. uh, borrow a small amount of money um, without getting into uh, into debt um, in order to be able to expand. A small business might be a cottage industry, it might even be sewing. Uh, and sometimes that's called microfinance and sometimes it's called village savings and loans. And uh, the idea being that uh, if, if a woman's able to, um, earn a bit of money, she is going to be able to have a say in where it goes and have a greater say in running the household. And um, very often uh, we say that when uh, one woman um, gets out of poverty, she brings three more with her. So that could be other women in her community or it could be members of her family. And so um, in general, it's a bit jargony, but women's economic empowerment is something that's that's close to my heart, and it can take many forms. And, and Care Australia doesn't mm-hmm. have doesn't have the monopoly on it by any means, but it's it's a big part of what we do in terms of long term um, uh, addressing poverty and uh, enabling uh, women to have more say in in their own lives and that of their families.
0: Yeah, and I think that was one of the reasons that. Um... Really touched me and compelled me to reach out to you as well, because uh, I do think that is such an important thing to empower other women and one of one thing that's quite um, uh, interesting I guess for want of a better word is just if someone is setting a good example i guess if if one lady can see that another lady or woman Uh, can see another woman is doing something they can emulate it and it's like if if they can do it, i can too and so it's like you say one woman can elevate three others out from from that cycle so it really is just being able to see someone do that and then acknowledge it and encourage and inspire others as well
1: and so um yeah i um i do encourage people to check out what care International does um, I know that you've got an audience all over the world um, and so uh, as I say there's um, a global confederation with 102 countries uh, working with local organizations um, and really um, uh, listening to the, the local communities um, so uh, even even if there's a country without a, um, a named care office. Um, there's a local organisation who are um, doing work that CARE wants to support, sometimes they'll be working in in those countries as well. So, yeah, I I do encourage you to um, check out what's happening in your local area and and support if, if it resonates with you.
0: Yes, absolutely. And how do we find out more? Because we can go to Care Australia, which is care.org.au. Are there um, other sites that you can recommend? Well, we can find out more information about Care this?
1: International. will give you all of the all of the sites um, uh, across the different countries. So yeah, that's probably the quickest thing to do. And yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity, Kate. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a Pleasure, um, and because I I just think this is so fabulous, I'd love to know um, oh just a little bit more about what you do uh, within the organisation and and maybe what in, pe- inclined you to work for Care Australia. Well,
1: I um, I work on philanthropy and corporate partnerships, so that's um, private support for for the work from everyday Australians and. Uh, obviously for companies and um Australia's uh uh generally a very lucky country and uh doing what I can to encourage everyday Australians to support um people who are the near neighbours in Asia and the Pacific who um need some support to escape poverty. In terms of um what motivated me, uh I guess it's a variation of what I've just said, uh Australia is um is generally speaking, um, extremely well off place. And uh, some of our very near neighbors are continually threatened by, for example, cyclones and um, uh, being vulnerable to a lot of things that are outside of their control. Uh, There are a lot of things that are within their control and um, being a a, um, Mm -hmm. a force for good in the region is something that Australia needs to to take on. So really supporting um, my my fellow Australians, to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we've had a, a really nice comment come in too from Beverly Riley, uh, saying that microfinance is so powerful, not just supporting women, but also elevates health, nutrition, and education that's- within communities. And that's so true, isn't it? Because it's it is a it has such a flow on effect um, just from microfinance and and education uh, as well just the things that I think uh, many of us take for granted the the knowledge of say hygiene for example, and how the simple things like that can really change and break cycles of 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 health and wellness and improve those cycles as that's well. right
1: and uh, you know there've been numerous studies that show that um, women in general are more likely to spend revenue that they get from their their small businesses on their family so whether that's um, school books or medicine for the children those sorts of things um, that's absolutely something that is born in mind when um, when these things are implemented yeah mm, mm.
0: and um, I'm just uh, thinking to the 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 broad and the the width and the scope of what care australia and care international does and um i'm wondering if you have any uh recent case studies or experiences that were um you could see a direct result for the impact of the fundraising that you do on a small community Oh,
1: sure um yeah there's there's almost too many to mention but um I'll give it a go so uh, uh, Vanuatu is a small island nation in the Pacific and uh, unfortunately is right in the path of many tropical cyclones which are increasing in frequency with um, with the changes to the climate and so um, one of the things that, that is very um, uh, very inspiring is the way that um, the work that the local organizations look care Vanuatu, in fact, um, are, again with this disaster preparedness, um, really uh, working with local people in order to um, make sure that the next time a cyclone hits, uh, that the needs of all the community are taken into account by making, it can be a very patriarchal society in some of these Pacific Islands. And so, as awesome. I was saying, uh, in the mm-hmm. aftermath of a natural disaster, sometimes um, not everyone's needs are, are thought of if there's not a diverse amount of people thinking about those needs. And so, um, yeah, the the, the families uh, in Vanuatu who are benefiting from the Women Leading in Emergencies program would be a really good case study. And um, so, yeah, that's that's yeah. one that I guess touches my heart. It's, it's so close to home and unfortunately so frequent. Um,
0: Mm. Mm. and it well that's it i mean when a natural disaster strikes all sense of order kind of disappears because you you might not have power you might not have water all of the things that you take for granted are no longer with us um so when you say disaster preparedness what
1: does that mean it, exactly it means uh having uh, a set of uh steps in place for for what will what will happen and having um, also the resources to choose what it is that each individual family needs so uh, uh, having the wherewithal to decide okay um, we're going to stock up on batteries or we're going to stock up on tinned food or we're going to um, uh, stock up on uh, something that helps to strengthen our home so it may be different for each particular location in each particular family, um, making sure that they actually have the resources Mm -hmm. to think through, okay, what do we need um, in place for the next time this happens? Is it it strengthening our home or is it having somewhere to go to where we've got a bunch of stuff that's going to get us through when supplies are cut off, when electricity is cut off, when communications are cut off, and really empowering um, uh, each uh, individual family to, to make those decisions for themselves um, thankfully there's not someone in Australia deciding what each individual family is going to do to prepare for disaster um, so yeah I hope that gives an idea
0: yeah no that, that is it is really helpful because um, I guess uh, until you're in an event like that you don't realize just um, how at the mercy you are of the elements and then um the necessity of all the these basic things uh, that you need like being able to listen to a radio to find out what's happening weather-wise or um being able to heat some water if you need to clean something or all that kind of thing so um these uh what seem like very uh basic fundam- fundamentals are really important to think about because quite often you don't think about them until you need them and then by that time it's almost too late because you're like oh we wish, wish wish those things had been put in place earlier so when you're um talking about this kind of um uh program is it uh how is it disseminated is it do you like Get the community together and you share the information about things to think about in preparation for uh, an event that
1: could uh, happen yeah that that's um that's essentially the way that it goes so so with the um with the women leading emergencies program that helps to um build that network of dissemination and um so mm-hmm. it is it is about communities planning together and uh, then not being a one size fits all that, that, um, that is in place. So absolutely. Uh, it's, it's about, it's about capacity and capability and, um, uh, having a say in, in what happens, you know, uh, rather than, uh, the same thing happening again, the disaster strikes and, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's great when, when we can provide, excuse me, from Australia, uh, hygiene packs and things like that you know that's that's ut- utterly useful but what about um mm. given given the predictability of some of these occurrences uh what about um what we could do to you know ensure that um there was perhaps a way of stopping the the fresh water supply from being affected you know it can't always be done but think, thinking things through like that
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I guess that's true too. And also thinking about um, uh, freshwater alternatives. I guess, for example, like if there's filters or yeah. tablets and and um, that, those kind of things. And and also just the awareness that um, uh, water cannot can also contain a lot of illnesses as well and so just being being aware of that kind of thing so you you're providing the information and and helping people um with the knowledge of how to proceed in these kind of events uh, do you also provide uh, some of the resources as well so tin food batteries um, and that kind of thing too yes so
1: we <clears throat> along with other organizations uh there there's a, a warehouse in brisbane here in australia which um which has a lot of a lot of what i might call reactive um goods in it which include hygiene packs and and those sorts of things um that help people's immediate food and shelter and um everyday needs uh in terms of the uh, preparedness uh, Yes, some some resources are allocated, but of course, it's it's more likely to be uh, something that is about the the ongoing um, availability in the community of, of things that they need. So it's it's more um, more likely to be uh, less prescriptive, and so I, I couldn't say, oh, you know, we provide X, Y, and Z. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's quite, quite yeah. case by case, and uh, we. Are very lucky to have some um people who are far more well informed than me uh, about this so so please uh, from my slightly vague answers don't take that as a reflection on care australia <laughs>
0: <laughs> not at all i think it's a a really good insight into what you do and how you do it because it's um It's wonderful what you do do and I think a lot of people will really enjoy knowing that what they're doing is contributing to a bigger picture as well and I'm also uh, thinking about because I know one of the um, uh, areas where there is focus at the moment is to assist over in the Ukraine at the moment and one of our artists participating in the Making Zen retreat she has had to um leave the Ukraine and she's settled in Canada. And so I'm curious to know what kind of um things Care Australia or Care International are, are doing to to help the Ukraine at the moment. I, I, I'm not can sure give you if you're a very you can... um,
1: brief overview of what I know. So um our partners being Poland and Germany, so there's there's Care Poland and Care Deutschland amongst others, uh, are helping um people who've had to flee, as you know, mainly women and children have been allowed to flee um and uh working working with um those ukrainian people in, in their own countries and um there's um uh, there was uh quite a lot of help with food and shelter in the you know the immediate aftermath of the initial invasion and now um there's quite a lot of mm-hmm. ongoing work with with um, with the people who are displaced so that's that's the short answer uh, there's also quite a lot of um, mm-hmm. work with capacity building of local groups in Ukraine so it won't it won't be necessarily setting up care Ukraine it might be working with local women's um, community groups say um, or um, equivalents in order to um, find ways to, to get them to be as effective as they can
0: Mm, mm. That's that's really fabulous. It's um quite good to know um a little bit of what what's happening on the ground over there. And, Kate, I'm really thankful for you joining us this morning, particularly because it is super early for you. <laughs> uh, I know that's a, a big ask, especially as you're probably sipping on your co- first morning coffee, that kind of thing. Um, and I'm just really grateful that you could uh, be present today and share a little bit about the organisation and, and the wonderful things that you do. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we wrap up today? Oh, just thank you day? again.
1: And um, I, I have glanced at the program. I, I do think a lot of the sessions look really, really interesting. Uh, so I hope you enjoy yourselves learning all these new skills and I'm um, uh, I, I, so um, privileged to be able to join you. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're most welcome. And um, thank you once again. And the, the nice thing is that this Zen um, has a nice way of infiltrating many different aspects and areas of our life from whether it's the, the making and the joy of making right through to the peace of mind that it brings and then also the ability to be able to share and care with organisations like yourself. So it's, it's really wonderful that we can be part of oh. a bigger picture and be well, working with you. you as well. So thank you. Oh, oh my goodness. It's absolutely my pleasure, thank you so much again. It's been an absolute um pleasure to connect with you and be um affiliated with you or work in partnership and thank you everybody for who's participating as part of the making Zen online retreat as well it's um something that like you say empowers one woman which empowers another and it's a growing a growing okay. force <laughs>
1: thank you much
0: love Bye. thank you bye